Yo, 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 it's Roots to Grooves. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Jesse Quigley. I'm Jay Purcell, and this is live from Seattle heat wave that we've been experiencing this mm. week. Summertime is officially here. It was rough, Jay. <laughs> it, it, what, what was rough? The, 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 oh, the heat wave. 108 degrees on Monday. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really go anywhere to escape it. It right. was wild. Yeah. It was a little abnormal. Yeah. It was a little uncomfortable. Power outages I've heard people have been having mm-hmm. around the city. There were long lines everywhere. It was, it was uh, like yeah. difficult for us to get food. I was hanging out with some people and there was yeah. lines everywhere. A lot of places closed. Yeah. Like they were too, like, too hot to operate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally. But, you know, we're here. It's all good. And uh, this week we are talking about the band called Crumb. The band called Crumb. Yeah. Crumb like a breadcrumb. Yeah. Which uh, is your suggestion of the week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I found Crumb. Well, let's just talk about who they are really quickly. We got a, we got a four piece. Mm-hmm. Um, we got their, I mean, Ra, Ramani is the, oh, I'm sorry. What's her first name? Uh, is it Leela or Lila? Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. I think that's why I didn't put it down or right. something. <laughs> Leela Ramani on guitar and vocals. Jesse Broder on bass. Um, awesome bass player. Great first name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bree. <laughs> Aranau. Mm-hmm. Names are hard, Jay. It, yeah, they can um, be. Bree, and this is a dude on synthesizers, keyboard, and saxophone, mm-hmm. and Jonathan Gillad on drums. Yeah. So super cool, uh, four-piece indie rock, straight, mm-hmm. straight deep into the depths of indie rock, mm-hmm. and they've paved their, their own way, and they've got some cool sounds. Yeah. They've, they only have two full-length albums out, two EPs, um, so they're a relatively new band. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, based out of Boston and New York area. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I discovered these guys when I was going to a concert with my buddy and we didn't have tickets, but this girl that he was seeing had a friend who was meeting her. I told you the story just the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, this friend was supposed to show up with two extra tickets for us and it was going to be all great to go and go see this band who we hadn't heard of at that point. We didn't, I didn't know who it was. It was like a surprise, like, oh, last minute thing. Like, yeah, I'll show up, sure. Yeah. Um, that'll be fun to hang out. This, this girl never showed up with the extra tickets. Um, so it was just me, my buddy, and his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And so we were down a couple tickets. She had a ticket. She went in. Um, she got stamped on her wrist. Mm-hmm. We went to the bar next door, and she drew the stamp on her wrist. We walked <laughs> back in, showed her the artwork, and we got in. Because she's an artist. And yeah, she was an artist. It yeah. mimicked the stamp. That was it, a great story. That's exactly. Yeah. And yeah, super cool and excited because it was an awesome band that we got to see out of a, it was a surprise. Yeah. Didn't know who Crumb was, didn't know what I was getting myself into, but we, we saw them at Numos. Mm-hmm. So super great show, um, very lively. They were headlining? Or? Uh, yeah, I think it was their own private show. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if somebody opened up for them or anything like that, but they were, I think they were the headliners. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so super cool, um, drifting, um, like light, kind of bedroomy vocals mm-hmm. on um, Ram- Ramani. Yeah. Ramani. Ramani. Ram- I, I Ram- almost Ram- thought it was uh, Leah Remini, the actress, when I read Oh, <laughs> okay. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of, too, and I keep getting it mixed up or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so she's like on lead guitar and rhythm guitar, I suppose, and while she's doing vocals. Yeah. Um, but really cool, funky, groovy indie rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and they've also been described as like uh, psychedelic slacker rock. Oh, slacker rock. Okay. <laughs> By some people. Psychedelic uh, is, is kind of a thing that keeps being mentioned a lot around mm-hmm. them for some reason. Some people are like, that's not psychedelic. But I um, wouldn't say they're super psychedelic, but they're, they have psychedelic 
bits and pieces here yeah. and there. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure there's some influence from psychedelic music. Yeah. Um, but they don't really, they don't feel overly experimental um, or progressive. Yeah. But I don't want to discount their music because their their stuff is hitting hard and it's really good. Yeah. And it's really fun. It's funky. It's groovy. But it's it's bedroomy and kind of chill and laid back. Mm-hmm. Um, but but they're not prog rock, math rock. No. Testing new waters. No. no. Going where no man has gone before. A lot of uh, smooth jazz elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Someone liking them to men I trust as well. I was gonna I, say the same thing. Yeah. Very chill, mm-hmm. but groovy and funky at the same time. Yeah. So that's a really cool spot to be. Yeah. Uh, listen to it while you're just relaxing yeah definitely. you know sunday morning saturday do some chores yeah get your <laughs> fold some laundry it was funny uh there was an interview with uh leela uh where she said that a friend of hers told her that crumbs sounds like music that you'd listen to by yourself like mm-hmm. not it's kind of personal or something like that i like, feel that yeah. it's, it's kind of intimate yeah it feels intimate to me like I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Like, we all know what intimate is, but like feeling close. Like, I got, I just, when I was saying that, I feel this feeling like I'm like laying in a bed and it's all comfy yeah. on a Sunday morning and it's like listening to this person, yeah. or this band, Crumb. Some haze, sunshine hazing through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. And it's just yeah. like palpable and it's like lovely and everything feels so good and loving. And, and that's kind of the backdrop for the music that they paint yeah. for me yeah, yeah. in my mind. For sure. Um, but I mean, if you guys think something else, let me know. I'd love to hear other perspectives because it's, crazy to see visualize different audio from different people yeah and, and see what people are thinking about it yeah i wasn't uh because i hadn't heard them at all before uh so the first thing i listened to was their f- first album jinx mm-hmm. and uh that was the one like a lot of people kind of compared to on uncle jazz by men i trust like the that warm right. sound drums are super like kind of warm and mm-hmm. dead sounding yeah but, dry yeah but it's like really yeah that's where the sort of comforting kind of sound comes from i think for me yeah they're not big and boomy or reverby yeah like yeah. Look, to the max it's yeah again intimate yeah and it, close it, up like yeah mm-hmm. it sounds yeah yeah totally so yeah. I, I like that and they, they really match like the music and the sound of their instruments and the production to create that vibe yeah which is super cool and they're doing an awesome job so that's why we wanted to talk about this guy these guys today crumb so they founded in um what was it like 2015 2016 around that uh yeah 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 um they were all 2016 uh, i think yeah they were all going to tufts university in boston Mm -hmm. Uh, they're all studying different things i'm not sure who studied what but uh they were studying computer science and cognitive science psychology and someone else was studying music um, I think they were all kind of doing, play, still playing music at that time, and they were in different bands separately from each other. Like, right. A lot of like, uh, I think there was like some jazz bands, soul, rock, mm-hmm. like was the genres that those bands that they were doing at that time kind of thing. Right. Um, and I'm not clear on how they all met. Maybe they shared some classes and stuff or see, saw each other around campus or something like I that. I think it's something like yeah. that, or yeah. maybe at a, some talent show or open mic type thing. Because yeah, yeah. I guess um, Leela... Romani, the lead singer vocalist, um, was, yeah, I guess also going to the school, but she'd been writing some songs in high school and throughout college. Mm. So she had these skeletons, these ideas for songs um, this whole time and hadn't got them out. And then she met these guys who they'd been playing, the the three band members, they'd been playing together off and on. Mm. Not exactly sure what they were doing or why, but just for the love of music, um, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. 
And so they were brought together. They met her, and they they kind of became her. They all became a band, but they they developed those songs that she had already started to write. Yeah. And that became the first two EPs. Yeah. That they came out with. The first one's just three songs, and the second one's three songs also, I think. Yeah, something like that. And uh, yeah, I think Leela said, you know, she she's still not really kind of fully developed as an artist. She didn't really say it that way, but um, mm-hmm. she did make a comment about like how she feels that she was trying to figure out what she was doing on those first two EPs and she, right. can, she can hear it. She feel, thinks other people can feel it. I don't uh-huh. really get that. It sounds no. like they know what they're doing to me. But yeah, like, yeah, totally. I, th- I guess what was interesting about her vocals are like she has a really nice, sweet voice, really yeah. intimate. Yeah. Um, she's not doing crazy vocal stuff though as far as runs. Yeah. She doesn't, I don't know what her vocal range is, but she's mostly kind of staying in this nice, I don't know what you'd call it if it's a... I would say mid-range, but I don't know. I was was going to say mid-range too. I don't know if that's tenor. I don't know. know It's not soprano. I don't know. I don't know enough (laughs) about music to talk about it. So, (laughs) Uh, Um, but but yeah, just, I don't know. She's not going super high. She gets, you know, she gets up there and she goes down, but it's kind of a, it's still right in there. I hear a lot of vocalists going more than that. I don't know. I don't like to talk bad about artists on Roots to Grooves, but just trying to give everybody an idea um, because she doesn't seem like the, she's not like some crazy nat- naturally gifted vocalist like Beyonce or something mm. who somebody like that I feel like has like a some kind of range. natural ability yeah with a big range yeah. can do runs and just kind of yeah you know I don't know maybe she doesn't have perfect pitch or anything there's a few artists like that I saw someone say because Damon Albarn just released a new single and he's nice. about to come out of a new album um he made a comment about you know because he wrote it all during lockdown covid and all that and mm-hmm. kind of needed to do something right. to get through all of that and uh yeah someone commented on the the youtube video for his new single that like how does he still sound the same like after all of these years he's been around the block for a little yeah. bit now and then someone else said well it's because he, it, it helps if you don't have much of a range to start <laughs> <laughs> which is like okay. you know so he's another artist that kind of doesn't really have a great mm-hmm. vocal range and some people don't like his voice, I think, which but is fair. But the like, point of yeah. what I'm, what I'm, I think we're both trying to say is yeah. that you don't need to have a crazy vocal range in order to make really good music. Yeah, um, yeah. that's the gist of what I'm trying to say, at least. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because um, it's not, it doesn't take away from the music. They just use what they have, yeah. and you know, do what they can with what they have. Yeah, and that's what's awesome. That's what's you know, it's DIY. It's what else are you gonna do? Just yeah. yeah. Not everybody has a perfect voice, so should nobody do music? Mm. You know, yeah. do never sing. Well, no, that's preposterous, Jay. Preposterous, yeah. <laughs> so you know, there's a lot of great different things you can do out there. Some people just talk in their I mean, in their yeah. heavy accent over things. Dry cleaning that we talked about a few weeks yeah, ago, for example. For sure, really cool stuff. Yeah. Very minimal vocal range, right? On there. Yeah. I think she she does some singing every once in a while. I can't remember yeah. her name. Yeah, she but, does, but uh, but mostly right in there yeah. in that zone. But anyway, yeah, awesome. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We're talking about Crumb today. Mm-hmm. Um, should we play our next track and then talk about um, this first EP? Absolutely. So the next one we have lined up here. So the first one we played was Locket from their first EP. Oh, I think. That, that's what I meant, yeah. Uh, there was a great music video for that as well. We, we have it on the video version, hopefully. Copyright permitting, um, if you check that out on YouTube. And then uh, the second track is Bones. This is from their second EP. And yeah, like we were saying earlier, from that same time where they wrote uh, songs based on Leela's mm-hmm. original ideas and put those two EPs out together. So <laughs> let's hit it. All right, here we go. 
That was Bones by Crumb from the EP Crumb, the second EP that came out in 2017, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Got some awesome saxophone from uh, Bree. I was just going to mention that because I haven't heard a lot of saxophone on their newer stuff. Right. Like, so, yeah. I, I mean, tasteful. He's, yeah. He's, he's got some chops. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really good. I saw him play it a few times. Uh, I, I like how they use it as an accent piece, not a, a yeah. main... Yeah. Like we have saxophone every song. <laughs> like that, that I don't really like saxophone that much, but tastefully used in the yeah. right way. It's one of those instruments that's like uh kind of had a bad rap, you know, a little in the past because of Kenny G and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. It it yeah, definitely developed a little bit of a reputation. Yeah. And for that reason it sounds a little bit outdated to me sometimes when bands don't use it super tastefully. Yeah. And but it's coming back, I think, people mm-hmm. are using it tastefully. I mean out here. Uh, we have the digital who yeah, yeah, yeah. played with us Drake. in uh, Soul Tans, did some sax at a few shows, but he's like producing a lot of like hip hop, mm-hmm. electronic stuff, some new soul stuff, and he's even like sneaking in the sax into some of the hip hop stuff. So yeah, like, which I think is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's got traps too. He's good. Yeah. yeah, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, so um, definitely check out the digital. He's coming out with some new stuff this year as well. Yeah, he's been dropping some things. We we have a studio tour. Uh, that we've done with him mm-hmm. that's coming out uh, hopefully gonna have him in here doing a little dj performance as well so something to look out for i'll be here too hopefully you guys will be there too everyone's yeah. invited yeah might be a little exclusive and not a lot of people invited yeah i think if you're in seattle we're gonna do something on the website signalradio.com uh gonna have a little schedule up there so yeah. you can uh put your name down to win the jackpot of a, a seat in the house or something yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, sounds good yeah, so it's funny, like, Leela's uh, vocals from Crumb on this, she said she didn't publish the lyrics anywhere for the first two EPs. And she said, she, said it, she said it was interesting how people kind of started to write them down and put them on the internet. Just what they thought they heard. Yeah, and misinterpreted Based on no things. reference. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and she said it's also it shows, like, people have started to sing along like, mm-hmm. as well, which is, like, I think for any artist is... That's kind of like a, yeah. a moment. Yeah, for sure. That's very cool. That lets you know that people have really listened and internalized your music, your art. Yeah, yeah. And you've, I, you know, I, I, I see that as a sign of your music being successfully shared. Yeah, and sure. it's been taken in and yeah, yeah. and uh, consumed. And yeah, I think the other thing to say about this group is the DIY approach. Mm-hmm. Again, something we talked about a lot. We're uh, big fans. Big fans of that. Uh, when you know when they started out, they didn't have manager, didn't have label, mm-hmm. no one. Uh, they were doing it all themselves, including the visual uh, aspects of things. Right. Um, but like uh, um, train of thought, I was going to say something around that. Oh, so it was it was kind of like people, their fans, discovering them and then starting like big Reddit threads is kind of like one way that they sort of blew up. I think. Okay, so there's like a yeah. small no-name band and the people just started yeah. talking about them on yeah. and Reddit, it was, Reddit forums. And it was funny because I was looking, there was like one interview they did with Rolling Stone and they were talking about Locket. And at that time, it was only 2019, they said it has 11 million streams on, uh, on Spotify. And then I looked at it today and it's like 60 million now. So. Man. <laughs> like that's an insane... Yeah, so I mean, these guys have only really been together for a few years, yeah. essentially, and these first two EPs kind of smacked, and people yeah. people liked it. 
And like you said, it was DIY, so they were starting from nothing, not a lot of big promotions mm -hmm. or big gigs. Yeah. But you can hear in those first two EPs, that, uh, both songs that we've just played um, were awesome and enjoyable, and they sound professional, yeah. and you know, they're hitting all the marks yeah. of professional music that people enjoy. Yeah. Um, and that's just, it's a good sign. Like they're already yeah. starting on the, off the right foot, you know? I'm not sure how they recorded those EPs. Do you know? Do they just do it themselves? In the, no, I think it was, I think it was home studio. Yeah, yeah. I'm not exactly sure though. I wish yeah. I found out more information about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I think it was, I, th I think they were separated for a second, like oh, not, yeah, yeah. not the band separated, but they were at least living based out of New York and, uh, like Boston area yeah. or Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if it was, it, whatever it was DIY is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So one way or another. Um, yeah. And that's always inspirational to me because you don't need anything to yeah. do whatever you want these days. Yeah, they said because like, I think, um, I'm not sure if they were still studying then and that's why they were kind of in both places. I was thinking but, one of them, you know, maybe half of them graduated. There's a couple, yeah. you know, I don't know. I'm just Something saying. like that. But uh, uh, yeah, and they said about, they said, They've always kind of been split up. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, they did an interview recently, I think, with Pitchfork, um, and about COVID. You know, right? So they're all completely. I think they all live in New York now, in Brooklyn or something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, during lockdown and all that, they're all just separated again, and, but still working on things. And like, yeah, postal so, service style. Postal service. We were all forced into it for a year. <laughs> Not the band postal service. No. What do you mean? Well, uh, we were all forced into being living separately for a year, okay. is what I was trying to say. Maybe okay. it was not very, very clear. That's cool. I get it. I'm a horrible MC. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, and then the, in 2019, they came out with their first full length, Jinx, mm -hmm. 10 songs, just under 30 minutes. Yeah. That, self released. That Lockett EP allowed them to kind of. You know get their own style and flair kind of develop that and carve out their own lane in the the indie market that's already you know pretty saturated with you know indie rock yeah. and then yeah so jinx is it's smooth it's it's next level you know I, you, again this is another artist where you can see the band grow yeah if you and these first two eps only have three on crumb and then four songs on locket mm -hmm. um and you can see the progression into jinx mm -hmm. it's laid back um n none of the songs are skippable Mm -hmm. don't skip any of them mm -hmm. um fall down is a cool track mm -hmm. uh I, I think it's kind of a one of my favorites i don't know if we were going to play that one but that's okay because it's a cool one to listen to if everyone wants to check it out mm. it, it feels like a double entendre mm. um in some of her lyrics whether it's mm -hmm. you know fixing her emotional pain or maybe something to do with drugs but i like the double entendre anyway mm. so cool stuff and I mean, yeah, it's, it's, they're ambient, they're dreamy, they're catchy. Mm -hmm. The same pop rock formation throughout. So they're sticking yeah. to their guns. Yeah, yeah. And it feels like a notable improvement. So, yeah. Good stuff from them with Jinx. Um, I think they teamed up with a producer on this one, a guy called Gabe Wax. Um, he's done stuff with Fleet of Foxes. Or I always mess that up. It's Fleet Foxes. Fleet? Not, not Fleet of Foxes. Fleet or Foxes? <laughs> Fleet foxes yeah, yeah 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 fleet of foxes yeah and uh soccer mummy haven't heard of them but i have heard of them but yeah. i haven't dove in interesting interesting name yeah yeah um and yeah they did that just for a month they recorded with him i think in the summer of 2018 i think 
mm-hmm. and then released it in 2019. Um, the name Jinx. So a few things happened. Apparently, because um, they did go on tour like after their first two EPs came out. Uh-huh. And I think a couple of the members were involved in a really bad car crash. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know the details but um, or which members uh, were in that. But uh, I think that they both came out of that with some like pretty debilitating injuries, from right. what they say. Um, I think they recovered now, but yeah, there was something serious about that. They didn't dive into details. But they, and then when they were going to record um, the album Jinx, uh, one of the members fell and like really hurt his knee again. <laughs> so they were like, they felt there were like, there's some kind of superstitious things happening here. So right. they, they called the album Jinx for that reason. So And put it out anyway. And put it out anyway. <laughs> as, as, as they should. Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. scary though. I'm hoping. Hopefully everything's okay. Yeah, I don't know the details too much because actually they don't do a lot of interviews. I've noticed. Yeah, um, yeah. On YouTube, there's not a lot of interviews. There's a lot of live performances on YouTube, mm-hmm. but yeah, no interviews. Uh, Which are great though. Their live stuff. Yeah, for is sure. all solid. It sounds like the album. Yeah, they all hit the mark. They're great. Yeah, instrumentalists and musicians. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Very professional all the way around. It's yeah. a lot of fun to watch them. Definitely worth watching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, we should, should, we, should we spin a track from this album? Are we ready for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm ready for it. I, ready? I don't know if you guys are, <laughs> but I am. So we're doing it. Uh, we picked out this track called Nina. Pretty good. One of both of our faves, I think, off that album. Yeah, I think so. So here we go. Let's do it. Sick. Sick. Nina from Crumb from their first full-length album, Jinx. The thing I was going to say, I found out it was Brotter and Gilad, the bassist and drummer that had the car accident. Oh, got you. So um, and I think it was one of them that also had the fall before the, the album recording as well. So. Damn, bad luck for that one gentleman. Jinx. Got but, jinxed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope they're all okay, and I think they are. Yeah. Because um, they, they killed it, and they went on tour with this album, and I think 2019 is that when you saw them i was just thinking it's either 2019 like the end of 2019 or early 2020 Mm. like january february Uh, oh yeah just before lockdown if not you know fall time 20 okay or or 2019 cool um so yeah super cool um and then yeah i don't know we we kind of talked about jinx a little bit and then they went on to make a new album Mm -hmm. their second lp they came out in 2021. Mm-hmm. So it just came out in April, I believe. Yeah. Um, and I'm not as familiar with this one, but I did listen to it all, all the way through. And it's it's really good. I think it's just their... Um, I'm sorry, I didn't even say the, the name of the album. It's called Ice Melt. Which we could do with some... Well, I don't know if we could... I think we could do with some ice right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I don't kind of hot here in Signal HQ in Seattle. I would hop in a, a just a tub of ice right now. Well, yeah. I think people do that when they're training, mm-hmm. running. I think... 
I want to do that more. <laughs> I'm going to try to run a marathon, Jay. You are? Yeah, next year. Really? Yeah, I'm Which, saying it on air so it's it's real. Is, is, is this something you've been thinking about or is it just a... Yeah. Okay. Just vaguely and casually, but I want to actually do it now. Which marathon? Don't even know. Is that, Do they do one here? I, don't, I think there is a Seattle marathon. I'm not sure though. Oh, I've okay. never even looked into there's it. A, there's a naked bicycle ride that happens. That's something I need to be a year part of. in Seattle. It was funny. I came back from... Uh, traveling somewhere i think i was in la came back uh it was had some food at this irish pub for mm-hmm. those that's not open anymore closed down went outside and there was just like 50 naked people riding their bicycles <laughs> you, you didn't know what was happening I, know what was happening. I put my instagram story on and i was like <laughs> i went up to one of the person people and i was like what's going on here <laughs> what's up and it got blocked on instagram because the person was <laughs> naked so yeah so you just so, went up and filled a naked person and put it online I th- yeah, for some reason I thought that was. I was like, if you're out in public naked anyway, all right, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, no, there, I mean that's a rule though. Like, no, yeah. there's no. Um, you can't expect privacy, so you mm. have to kind of be prepared to be filmed. Yeah. You're allowed to film. That's why you're allowed to film cops. You're allowed to film yeah, people yeah. in public, basically. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's some fuzzy lines there about what's legal and what's not. But <laughs> yeah, you know. Anyway, anyway digression. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak to your local police department to find out the rules. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I smelt came out, I think it was April. Mm-hmm. It's 10 songs. It's yeah. under half an hour. Yeah. So I think that's a cool, it just shows how much good music they can pack into a short yeah. amount of time. Yeah. And I think that this day and age, everyone's having, everyone's just swiping really quick, short attention spans. Mm. Um, I think that's going to go over a lot, you know, better than like an hour and a half long album. Yeah, I guess. For example. It's something, I guess you can listen to it entirety on a commute, something like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, and there's some kind of value in that. Yeah, um, maybe but we it, should make these shorter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcasts, what do you guys we think? We go on for hours. Yeah. Hours, we'll get Are these too long? <laughs> are they not long enough? Let yeah. us know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so all the songs are, I just think they're better. They're, they're falling more into themselves. Mm. They're doing what they're, they've been trying to do better. I think some of the, even the tones on the, on the instruments are a little bit better, like the bass specifically, because mm. I this, the, we first, we played that first song, "Lock It." Mm-hmm. Good song, great. Yeah, and that was one of the first things they came up with. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really a fan of the bass sound. Mm. Um, yeah, the production on that is a bit. Uh, it's not very muddy, but it's mm-hmm. slightly muddy. Yeah, like, right. something like that. Yeah, totally muffled. Yeah, just not even just the bass, but the whole kind of track. Mm-hmm seems a little bit like someone put something over the microphone yeah 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 exactly and yeah Yeah. furthermore for that bass it sounds like it was i don't know if it's a use of compression um Mm. but it it sounds kind of fat Mm. and and what he was playing sounds like you know he was coming up with it like live and it was really fun Mm. but you know i don't know i'm not trying to be a hater here on Mm. roots uh but i just wasn't a super big fan of that but anyway yeah i don't know i don't need to talk about what i don't like (laughs) Well, I smelt though that they had a, a, a access to a big studio to record this one. They said, mm-hmm. um, "I can't, I don't know where exactly. Like we could look that up." But um, yeah, they said it was like kind of like being a kid in a candy store because they had all these instruments there. And yeah, so I think for the first time they got to experience you know, yeah. being a, a band with people who are kind of backing them up and helping. Yeah, um, helping them get to their goal. Yeah, and uh, and so access to this instruments and that kind of led them to do a lot more experimentation in mm-hmm. the studio uh, a few crazy things that they did um one was on a track called i think it was tunnel 
um, where they uh, like he wanted like a toy box kind of sounding uh, mm-hmm. sound on one of the things, and he found there was this like little kind of kids toy music box maker thing. Yeah. Um, and the way it worked is it worked like with a roll of paper, and you had to like punch holes for where the notes are, kind of thing. And then, and then you like wind it or something like that, and it will go through and play the melody. That's like, super cool. <laughs> I know that's how they yeah. work. I've never seen like yeah. how it's made. Yeah. But usually, it's like a little metal, almost like foil or thin yeah. metal. That's it, you know they manufacture it. Yeah. For you know, on mass usually. Like, I think I've seen that with like uh, the old-fashioned pianos that would play a song mm-hmm. kind of thing, and it had this that's big the roll same of kind of paper. thing, right? Yeah, and it would like roll around, and it would just. Play like a, like a big saran wrap yeah 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 kind of <laughs> we'll, we'll, i'll find some photos and we'll put it on the video of what yeah. they kind of look like like here's one it, yeah here's another one <laughs> <laughs> so look at those awesome pictures that we had ready to go live <laughs> exactly Super uh cool. yeah so he said it was kind of funny to like try and figure out where the notes should go and punch the holes yeah and then they sampled that and put it like under the mix somewhere. that's super cool like, yeah. that's getting that's diy yeah that's inventive that's yeah. that's unique and he said like it would be cool like merch piece to have if they could like make one he said they didn't know where they could get that made so if there's any manufacturers out there that want to team up with crumb on that piece of merch i think they're interested. that would be cool merch so, yeah. um another crazy technique that they had um is that they uh, took a microphone and took a condom and put the condom over the microphone and then stuck the microphone in a tub of water mm. and then pointed a sound source at the water and recorded that and then mixed that in under the clean sound source. So I think it, if it was a bass or guitar or whatever, they would have in the mix the clean take and then this sort of muffled underwater sound kind of okay like, uh, under condom sound yeah <laughs> condom water sound cool they didn't want to go yeah. with a balloon or uh, like maybe yeah. some gloves like medical gloves or kitchen gloves they wanted a condom apparently yeah um, they just had a lot lying around in the studio yeah interesting studio fun stuff <laughs> fun stuff <laughs> not sure how they discovered that technique or and also someone was like well, it was kind of funny because you could probably do that with some plug-in that effect but right right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i would imagine so but yeah. I imagine it's much more fun to go grab a yeah. condom and put it on the microphone at the studio and then I'm record sure, something. i'm sure that was a, some funny photos that they did there yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't checked their instagram <laughs> I, don't know they did I, I didn't either <laughs> they're probably killing it on uh, on the social like you were saying i think they did they were doing pretty good on social media yeah um and that's kind of how they got their start diy grassroots yeah. yeah yeah so they do have like a team now of people and they said they're all friends basically it's friends that work with them mm-hmm. and they said it's like nice if you can all have like be sort of on a similar wavelength about what you want to accomplish right and like work together on that kind of thing and, and they said so far it's working out really well for them like the people nice. they collaborate with them the videos and artwork and stuff like that so yeah, yeah speaking of videos and artwork one of their videos which which song was it for um the one i saw was for locket um and I think, yeah that's the one where they use the 3d camera yeah i yeah i don't even know how that works like I, what it was like a circular or, well i think it's like a 60 thing yeah 360 degree yeah. camera so it's filming at all angles yeah as far as i know that's how it works and 
I don't know. The video is very cool, even though it's basically just them in a room or some kind of cabin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just doing some different activities and hanging out. Yeah. Um, but the visuals are very cool, and it goes really well with their music. Yeah. And it's just kind of trippy, and it is pretty psychedelic. Yeah. Um. So that's a that's an awesome little element of psychedelia. Yeah. That they are accomplishing, even though I, like we said before, I wouldn't say they're a strongly psychedelic band like King Gizzard or something like that. Right. Yeah. Or you know some Sergeant Pepper's even yeah, yeah. Uh, even that's not even that psychedelic with mm. you know stuff yeah, that's yeah. out there today like you know Flying Lotus yeah you know getting yeah. crazy which yeah, is yeah, cool yeah. and music's getting more complex For sure and genre blending and bending so yeah good stuff but definitely check out that video yeah and we I think we played it at the beginning of the show oh that was oh. the same one but yeah, yeah, yeah. so cool yeah. video right yeah I forgot that was the one we played out yeah, <laughs> yeah. again I'm so bad at my job well we don't have the the reference monitor right 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 what's that's happening but uh, it's cool one day one day getting there um, but uh yeah so i mean i listened to this album and it's just it's just better than they've done in, in the past it's yeah. it's crumb on a next level and it just sounds better it's like a little bit more experimental but they're still got the rock solid core pop rock indie bedroom music yeah so very good yeah that's basically all, all I got on these guys. They're pretty new. They're pretty fresh. I think they got a big future if they keep doing what they're doing and they don't get in many more accidents. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, uh, yeah, two, I have two more things to say. Oh, what about, do you got, Jeff? About Ice Melt. Um, the name, uh, Leela was walking around her neighborhood and she saw a sign that said, Caution Ice Melt. And she said at the time she didn't know what Ice Melt was, like what that meant. Apparently, do you know what it means? Not specifically, I can take a guess, but it would just be a um, dumb guess. It's the salt that you put on snow to kind of melt, oh, ice. melt it. Yeah. <laughs> ice melt. Um, and, Makes sense. And she was like, um, she said she felt kind of dumb when she found out that that was the thing. But uh, so she added the lyrics to the title track and, and uh, yeah, kind of decided to call it. <laughs> well, cool. Um, and... Uh, yeah, and another technique, final technique, I think on the song that I'm going to play out with, BNR mm -hmm. is the name of the track. I don't know what it stands for. I, I didn't find that, that either. I didn't look that up. Um, but they had a friend come in and do strings for like the outro, the end of the track. And this person like layered up the strings to make it sound like an orchestra. Yeah. And then they sent that to a producer who had this like warehouse type space, they said. And had another 360 degree reference, but this time a microphone. There's like a 360 Ooh. degree microphone. I think that they call it maybe a binaural headset or something like that. I just listened to a podcast the other day and it uh, yeah. had like a special disclaimer, like we're using a 3D headset thing. Okay. And so it's like a different stereo space and you can hear like the different panning. How did it sound? Did it, it sound sounded, good? It sounded, at first it was jarring because I didn't expect it and I didn't understand what was happening. Hmm. But I got used to it, and it sounded actually pretty cool. Yeah. Apparently, it was just a test, and the podcast that I was listening to went right back to the right. the old recording techniques, that the normal stuff that how how they were record. Yeah. They said it was weird though because it was two gentlemen talking, and instead of facing face to face like we are right now for a podcast, yeah, um, they were forced to face the same direction hmm. to get the effects from that microphone. Okay. And I'm guessing I think it's the same exact kind yeah, of yeah. thing that you're explaining right now. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, another thing about it, Apple have done something that they're coming out with now. Um, I think on like Apple Music or FaceTime and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. 
I forget what they're they're calling it. Spatial audio, I think they're calling it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. that sounds familiar. Um, the way I saw them explain it is uh, like if you have a FaceTime uh, thing with like three people and there's like different windows open, mm-hmm. like the sound will like come from that area of the screen kind of thing. So if you've got someone on the left and the right and at the bottom, like the audio will kind of feel like it's coming from that area of the screen yeah. or something. I think, yeah, yeah great. Yeah. So I think you could be, if it helps you to, f- at least the idea is so you can be feel more engaged with the content that you're listening to yeah. or viewing on a computer, however yeah. it is. And so like the way Crumb explained it is uh, they, so I think they replayed the strings recording and recorded them on this 360 mic and then added uh, some like birds and nature sounds mm-hmm. that Leela had recorded in her backyard and mix them together. And they said it kind of gives you like a first person perspective of, yeah. of the audio kind of thing. And we'll hear this in, in a little moment at the end of the track. That's really so cool. We'll see if we can pick it up on our headphones. Recommend you put some nice headphones on yeah. if you can out there, people. Um, but yeah. That's a cool tidbit. I love that. Yeah. I'm interested yeah. to hear it out. I'm interested to yeah learn more about that and see mm-hmm. how expensive those microphones are and how it would how it can make some interesting sounding things i don't know for like a live right. band recording or something i don't know yeah i think there's yeah. a lot of implications there yeah so it's cool stuff and it's cool to see that crumb is not only experimenting you know in the studio with different sounds and stuff but also uh, you know the type of audio that's being recorded and how it's being yeah. displayed to the consumer yeah yeah so that's that's pretty cool and that's pretty exciting definitely i'm not sure what will come of it yeah we'll see even the apple thing as well like i know actually digital tweeted about this he asked people like what they thought about the apple spatial audio thing mm-hmm. how how you could do it i i kind of thought vr i guess it's like a he said that oh, that's a no-brainer that makes sense I can <laughs> yeah see that. like vr experience which i have yet to experience i've never i've never experienced what the vr headset or anything like really that, so i don't know i've got to try about. a couple i think yeah. like oculus and it's pretty cool is that some of it's pretty scary yeah like realistic i mean there's feeling. some games that are quite scary I've seen some people do like there's the ledge one or something where there's like a ledge on a skyscraper and and you like you're, you're supposed, to supposed to walk to the end of it. And there's That's this funny YouTube video of people, <laughs> this guy in a park like got random passers by to test it out and they're just like going Whoa, like. Uh, just, and they're just on the flat ground. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> safe and sound. So yeah, I'll, I'll try that out. I guess. Well, it's guess getting it's more and VR more immersive. Things. We should do a VR episode. I don't know if anyone has VR though. Is the thing. That's why not many people are creating that content i think right because not many people have that I ability to watch it i think it's it, the but, forefront yeah. of technology jay bleeding it's edge coming out yeah 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 so if anybody has that and wants to test it out on a podcast yeah let us know hit us up at that email uh roots to grooves at signalradio.com s-i-g-n-l radio.com if you have any, anything to say any love any hate any hate Whatever it is, uh, suggestions, maybe Comments, as well. Concerns, Comments, concerns. <laughs> We're really We're concerned just, about Jesse on this episode. We're man. worried We're about him, man. <laughs> we just want him to be okay. It's probably because you haven't eaten yet, and we we got some food waiting off camera. Mm. So we're ready to do that. Cool. But um, I mean, yeah. In the meantime, Crumb. Yeah. Awesome band. Yeah. Check them out. I would start with the latest album that just came out in April, twenty twenty one. Yeah. Ice melt. Yeah. I would start there because it's good and then just go back from there. But really, you can start anywhere and you're going to get good crumb. I think so. <laughs> just don't get crumbs all over the place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or just vacuum yeah. them up. Yeah, okay. vacuum them up. 
All right, this track's called BNR, and yeah, check out the end of the song. This is where they do the 360 audio thing with the strings. Sounds so. good. I'm excited for listening into that specifically. Yeah. Um, that's all we got on Chrome. Thanks for being here, listening to everybody. We appreciate you. Um, I'm Jay. I'm Jesse. Got it right this we time. We did it. We did it. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Peace. Grooves is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, visit signalradio.com. That's S I G N L radio.com.